Hey, this is Nikki Rapp, the voice of Lily from Telltale's The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Entertainment Talks The Walking Dead's UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead World Beyond on AMC and Amazon. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How's it going? I'm all right, thanks. Good, good. This is for season two, episode two, Foothold. Uh, we have eight episodes left now of the series. Uh, what do you think of this uh, second episode in season two? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was fine. I'm not as massively sort of into this as, uh, you know, the main show and stuff. But, you know, it's kind of interesting and I'm in it now, so I'm going to watch it until the end. Um, nice to see Silas pop back up again. What happened to Elton? I, I thought the two of them were together, but... No, I, th- I think he went I, off somewhere else. I might else. be misremembering that. Yeah, no, I think Silas okay. got caught. I think Silas so, got caught on his own. So, right, okay, and then yeah, I I couldn't remember quite what happened at the end of that. So Elton's still missing because he, he is still alive. Yeah, but yeah. that's the one out of the group that we haven't seen yet. So Elton's still missing. But um, yeah, nice to see sort of you know silence back up. We got to see an interesting new kind of weapony thing. That I mean, okay, they were, they were sort of fairly damaged walkers anyway they were dealing with but i thought that you know the sort of punch and twist thing that they had was was quite cool mm-hmm. um got a little bit more background about the crm and what they're actually trying to do there and stuff which i thought was kind of cool as well um yeah i mean some interesting bits and pieces i i'm i'm less interested in the show as much as i am in how it's going to tie other things together right I think. yeah yeah <laughs> more than anything else mm-hmm. you know yeah like the end game type of material you mean yeah so yeah because i it, it seems to be there is going to be some of this it would seem is going to tie into the rick stuff and it's also going to tie into the some of the stuff they've covered in fear as well so hmm. I'm just sort of interested to how that bit of the jigsaw puzzle is going to all fit together. And I think that's more why I'm kind of watching it at this point than than anything I'm overly interested in in terms of the, the characters of the plot as much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, that's all good. Um I I like this episode. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was brighter in certain spots than others. Um, I don't think there's anything I didn't like in this episode much, or like plot lines I didn't really like. Um, because sometimes when we're doing like a pre-talk like this, I usually talk about this thing was really good, this thing was really bad, and here's why. Um, but nothing really kind of nothing I can remember anyway. Maybe when we get into the recap, it will uh, jog my memory of certain things. But um, I mean, there's one thing I don't think worked, but it's not to do. It's not anything to do with the actual show it's just to do with like a certain mechanic 
um but i'll I'll explain what i mean when we when we get to that um but no i i thought it was i thought it was a decent episode it was good to see silas back um yeah it'd be good when we get back to elton maybe he'll be in the next episode or something because we seem mm-hmm. to have like episode one was focused on the sisters then episode two was well still focused on them and everyone else and then bringing silas in so maybe episode three will be uh elton i mean you can't leave it too long to bring him in no because um, you're running out of episodes at this yeah, point so. yeah and you need to decide what you're going to do with him um yeah this episode kind of goes into territory that the walking dead needs of the shows all the comic book have ever gone to which is this cure thing um, and it's going to be really, really interesting with that because I'm certain that, I mean, you know, we, we talked about earlier with the, with the main show mm-hmm. and how we talked about, they've got this option and that option and this show and that show that they can do. And obviously we talked about the, uh, uh, was it tales from the walking dead? I'll have to get used yeah. to that name. Uh, I, I almost keep wanting to call it stories from the walking dead just because of, so, I think, yeah. I, I think that's because of, uh, the new American horror stories yeah. uh, show. It's, it's tales of the walking tales dead. Tales of the walking dead. Yeah. Yes. Um, which if you want to know what we think of that, uh, we talked about that on the, uh, the, the main show episode this week. That's uh season 11 episode eight. Um, but, um, no, it's, it's going to be interesting with that because they're clearly like a fairly decently funded place with lots of resources and power and that sort of thing but at the same time it's like okay amc isn't going to want to put a cure into this thing because they don't want the zombie virus to end because then the franchise kind of uh doesn't work as much um i suppose this this poses a question that um certain people that played the last of us uh, one and two have asked i'm not, I'm not going to get into any last of us spoilers um have said like okay to do with the whole you know ellie main story thing like the actual main plot of the game and there's been questions asked before which are, which apply to this whole franchise as to okay if you were able to in this type of world so whether you want to talk about last of us or uh, walking dead some sort of like zombie infested or infected world um, if you were able to get a cure, how would you even begin to distribute it like across the world, especially al- along a big country like America, let alone the rest of the world? So uh, it'll be curious to see where that goes, yeah. because that's like completely unprecedented an area for for The Walking Dead, because even though I haven't finished the comic book for the uh, the actual main, you know, the original comic book for the for the uh, Walking Dead, uh, I never heard about the comic book going to the whole cure thing. So um, maybe that's just going to fall apart at some point or maybe it's going to be a more isolated thing where that is what concludes or helps this community. Um, There's also the fact that Elizabeth is involved in this show and we have an interesting email later about the character and like what would she do with a cure? Like how would she kind of because she's very sort of power hungry and that kind of thing. So yeah. uh, Yeah. Um, there's there's lots of interesting elements to get into that, and they have eight episodes left to tell us that story. So, but I I can't imagine it will be a thing where a cure gets made in this show, and then like on the main show towards the end or something, they go, hey, we got this cure from this CRM group, and then you go over to fear, and the same thing happens. And um, I mean, in yeah, is it two years we're supposed to get the Daryl Carroll spinoff? So if you're gonna do a show that far out I, I just don't know how a cure is supposed to work successfully across that mm-hmm. um i don't think it it, it either isn't going to work i think or it will just be a very contained thing 
with well, well beyond I, I, I don't know so yeah and i i think i i don't think we're we're expecting a cure in by the end of this season either i mean i you know I, I wouldn't expect this show to come up with a cure. I, I think it could be that the lab is still potentially there. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not entirely sure where they're going with this series. It's very, very difficult to tell because they're working on a cure. But then, you know, there was a conversation that the uh, the the um, dad's girlfriend and the daughter have with each other and hope have with each other about sort of her coming on board taking over teaching you know learning taking and then potentially taking over teaching to teach the next generation so then even they're not expecting a cure like within their lifetimes even possibly you know so i don't think it's like suddenly going to be hey we've cured it and then they roll it out. I don't think any of the characters are particularly expecting that either. Um, you know, it's more likely to be maybe they'll find some way of of slowing down the transformation, which is what they're sort of looking at. You know, they're looking at ways of maybe neutralizing the dead. So there are there are various things that they seem to be trying. And I think as a I mean, it might end up getting to a point where this thing is completely destroyed, but then you have also got the CRM's involvement in the Rick movies, so you'd kind of think that maybe they're going to be around in some form until that resolves itself. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know where we'll end with hmm. this you know uh, whether we'll see these characters then get integrated into some of the other shows possibly um or i i don't know um whether it ends with sort of the downfall of elizabeth and somebody else taking over maybe the kids and the the dad somehow taking over the facility and still working on something because i mean the idea of a lab working on a cure is quite useful as a background thing you know um so when they do eventually go, okay, this is it, we're stopping, you have got something that you can reach back to and then go, this cure that they've been working on for the past 10 years is now kind of available and, you know, we can disperse it into the air or whatever it is. So there is, I, I think having some sort of lab working on it actually could be quite useful to the series, but it doesn't necessarily, I'm not expecting that to resolve in a cure at the end of this season, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I honestly thought walking dead was never going to go near a cure storyline. Um, that was always something that like kingdom that the Netflix show had always, uh, approached with a wildly different solution, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, uh, that's more to do with like water and, things like that i don't want to spoil that too much that's quite a big uh plot point but um i always thought the walking dead was just going to be about you know character driven stories and and that sort of thing and it, it will be still for the most part but um i just never thought the word cure was even going to get mentioned on any of these shows just because the walking dead as the main show had gone on for so long i mean we're in season 11 now and the most we'd ever had was like this the um what was it called the cdc an explanation there but that wasn't about a kill that was just explaining how the zombie virus works with your brain so uh yeah and, and then we never revisited the topic topic it was just 
people fighting each other for stuff and and that kind of thing afterwards. So yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see how this uh, this plays out in a couple of episodes. Uh, anyway, that's it for the pre-talk and things. Uh, we have a recap to get to as well, um, and then uh, we'll we'll go from from there. But uh, see you in a minute for some housekeeping. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on, Enter- recently on uh, Entertainment Talk, uh, speaking of The Walking Dead, uh, we did cover the uh, first half uh, finale. It's not the mid. It's not the mid-season finale anymore. It's the the first half, the eleven A finale, the season eleven, episode eight. That's for the main show. And as we said, if you want to hear our thoughts on the Walking Dead, uh, sorry, stories of the Walking Dead, um, t- tales. I've already forgotten the name. Tales of the Walking Dead. <laughs> tales. <laughs> tales of the Walking Dead. It's because of American Horror Story. And I've, I was thinking today when I was coming home, like, oh yeah, there's a new episode of uh, American Horror Stories out. That's that's why it's on my mind. Um, but we talked about that and our thoughts on what they could do with the show as well. Um, and one day I'll get the name right. Uh, uh, yesterday on Gaming Talk, we talked about uh, some updates from Rockstar. They confirmed two things. One was the uh, GTA games getting a remaster, the three of them. They're calling it a trilogy. It's not really a trilogy, but it's three games. Those three games are Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Uh, they also sort of quietly confirmed that Agent isn't going to be getting any further development or isn't coming out even though we hadn't heard an update on that game in at least five to ten years and it was supposed to be a ps3 game and now we're in the ps5 so that just tells you a bit about how long that's been going on but uh, that seemingly isn't happening and we also talked about alex scott's uh reduced role on fifa 22 she was supposed to be added to the game 
as a commentator, but it's more of a goals update commentator instead of for the actual game. I explained more of what that means on the podcast. Uh, CW Superheroes, we got a few of those to uh, talk about as well. Uh, Superman and Lois, we concluded the first season coverage. That's season 1, episode 15. See, CW, you can can do superhero shows that aren't 23 episodes. Uh, But uh, that one was season 1, episode 15. That's for Superman and Lois. And we'll be back whenever season 2 comes out. Uh, American Coach has concluded. That's for the Ted Lasso podcast. That's season 2, episode 12. You can find that on Apple TV+. Plus. Flash is up to season 7, episode 15, at least for our podcast. And we'll be back for the season finale, which is 7.18, so in a few weeks' time, for CW Superheroes. We also wrapped up our Legends of Tomorrow podcast. We did a podcast wrap-up. We won't be returning for the new season, which is out fairly soon. Uh, and we explained all the reasons on that podcast as to why. Uh, Walking Dead Well Beyond, you're already here for that one anyway. Uh, so I won't mention last week's episode. And I did a list called Top 10 Favourite Black slash Person of Colour Characters. Uh, that's to celebrate, at least in the UK, uh, Black History Month for the month of October. And that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. Uh, So the recap I've got this week, I did add my own cold open, so that's going to be directly written from me. Uh, The recap this week is from Emily Hanneman on uh, TV Insider, because the the usual one from Charlie on uh, TV Line wasn't, uh, wasn't available, so I had to look somewhere else for it. Uh, so that's the one that we're going to be using this time. Uh, but the cold open, uh, we got uh, cold open. Felix stops Iris from stabbing the CRM soldier. Well, stops from stops her from stabbing him again because uh, he's already <laughs> kind of dead. This is to stop her putting him down, but I don't think he's quite aware of like the situation or whatever. They realise they're in danger because there's CRM soldiers basically closing in. Uh, Iris makes a shot with a crossbow to take out a walker that Felix is holding because he couldn't manage to do that. And then the logo just appears. Uh, just a little note on the intros and stuff. Obviously, for, for the main show, we've got a full intro with a theme tune and all that kind of thing. Uh, for Fear the Walking Dead, at least from what I remember, they've just kind of got this little, short little tune. And then it usually, for, for the last season, uh, season six, they had like the character for that focus for the episode. Because that's what they decided to do for the season. There would be like a silhouette of that character standing in the middle of the screen... And then just the logo for The Walking Dead. What this show does is has the current scene and then just has the logo splashed on there. Um, any thoughts on like the intros and stuff? I know it's not particularly major, but they're all they're all a no, little they're all a little I bit mean, different. Yeah, no, I mean, what I, I I quite like the fear one actually. I like what they're doing with the fear intro. Mm. Um, in the it, the particularly what Bear does with the uh, Bear McCready's the um composer for those shows and uh uh-huh. the they they distort the music you know it, it's the the intro card is slightly altered with each one um they used to do something similar with once upon a time where the intro card was very slightly different each time okay. and i they do that with uh with fear so the intro card you know it pops up a thing and it's only about you know 10 seconds or something and and has a little sort of thing over the top of it but the intro card's slightly different and sometimes it's the music slightly distorted or done slightly differently uh i rather like what they do with that i mean i like the main show intro as well which mm-hmm. is you know um i think yeah, yeah I, I quite like what they did with that but mm-hmm. they've got a revamp in what was it season nine when they had the new beginning and stuff 
uh, for for the main show. So they've had that for about a couple of seasons now. Um, yeah. But yeah, with this, the logo just appears on the screen. <laughs> so um, yeah, interesting little kind of uh, cold open. They have to kind of hide and things, and we don't quite necessarily see how they get out of it because we just sort of cut to a, a later scene later on. Uh, any thoughts on the kind of quick cold open? It was it was fairly well done. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I that that was sort of um, yeah, him kind of stopping her from like well stabbing him anymore, like you say, wasn't it? So yeah, you know, yeah. I thought I was that was kind of fine because uh, there's the, the bit sort of a bit later on with the stopping the zombies um, was sort of yeah that that had slightly more of an issue with hmm yeah um there's a little part as well where the guard that she's killed is like under this branch with her and i think the guard was like turned onto his onto his uh uh front and uh so and she hadn't stabbed him yet and i was like oh he's like gonna turn uh and obviously the other walkers come up and um felix got himself into a bit of an awkward situation here because he couldn't like I guess he didn't feel like he could get himself away from the tree because he'd get spotted, which, yeah, would have been the case. But then it leaves Iris to have to do this really risky, like, crossbow shot. Well, so. yeah, you see, I this is... The, I, I do... Uh, that's the bit I was thinking of. That, I mean... I, 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 I kind of was like, well, really, there was no other way to take that zombie down. Like, I know he dropped his knife and stuff. But the, Did he? He really oh, knows, I didn't see that. I, I think he dropped his knife. So that's why he couldn't have just stabbed the zombie in the head. Because I, I, the idea of him being backed against the tree and then deciding that the only way he could kill that zombie was to have her shoot it in the dark from a distance when i mean she's not necessarily the best shot in the world and you kind of think that yeah that just seems unnecessarily risky i think i know they're trying to be quiet but yeah i wasn't quite convinced by that in all honesty but um mm-hmm. yes one one thing i would have suggested that it might not necessarily have worked depending on how soft a zombie's head is i think more characters should practice pushing a zombie over and then stamping on its head um, I don't. I I know he couldn't necessarily have done that there, but that's another tactic to use. Um, that's actually something I do quite a lot on the whether whenever I do play The Last of Us, you can actually shoot enemies like n- knees and legs and things like that, and they'll react as if you know their knee has been shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can shoot off like certain zombies or even people if you've got like a shotgun. You can shoot off their sort of lower half of the body or like part of like part of their leg or something. They'll fall on the floor. Then you can go over to them, press, I think it's square, and you just stamp on the head. Um, it's something we, we don't see all that often. Because um, mo- most of the walkers that we come across on all three of the shows usually do have their full body. And so that they're walking towards you, which most of the time means that the character would just go for like a stab to the head. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, I think characters should try like slightly different things now and again because you don't yeah you go for the head for the the kill shot but you can injure other parts of the body first um i don't know but uh he he decided to do this so this there's that but it's it's one yeah. of the, it's one of them tv things where like oh no she better not shoot him in the head because his head is right next to the walkers and if she misses he's dead kind of thing so but yeah. uh she, la- she lands the shot anyway and uh the, the, the job is done 
So uh, let's move over to Silas. It says, uh, first, Silas winds up at a junkyard type of place for decontamination, where they appear to be both capturing walkers and putting them in cages and luring them in to kill them, um, all for the uh, CRM. Uh, the goal, uh, as Felix's uh, boss, Dennis, um, says here, Maximilian Osinaki. I think that's the, the actor's name, this guy called Dennis. Uh, I think he's a, he's a new character, isn't he? I don't remember seeing him before. Uh, says, is enough to kill um, walkers to make the uh, state a foothold and bring back the way they were before. As Silas ends his first day on the job, Dennis leaves with a walker tied up in the back. No idea why he's done that. Uh, in the back of the truck and heads to the research facility. Uh, and he has a picture of Huck. I didn't notice it was Huck. I did actually pause. I reround a bit of the episode and paused it. I couldn't tell who it was in the photo. But it says here that it was Huck. It did look a bit like her. So it must have been her mm-hmm. with him. So at the very least they've got to be friends. But likely something more. Yeah it could be. As soon as I looked at that photo. I thought like oh is that Huck. And then I thought oh is this. Because I don't remember hearing about what happened to Huck's uh, dad. Because we know that Huck's uh, mum is uh is elizabeth yeah uh i don't remember if it was explained in season one what happened to her dad so that's that's i was trying to put two and two to He's together a there bit young for being her dad i would have thought maybe that maybe. guy um dennis mm. i mean um how old is elizabeth so it's supposed to be do you think then i would say what elizabeth's at least mid 40s i would say maybe um, yeah yeah and uh oh um yeah maximilian osinski is the guy that plays dennis he's doesn't say how old he is but i would i would have said that he he was a little bit young i mean could be a brother or something maybe brother yeah, yeah. so he's he's uh he's married to ditchin lackman who uh, people will know from things like Neighbours, and she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, oh. uh, Dollhouse she was in as well. Who'd she play so, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, she was, I think, um, was it uh, Daisy's mother? Was it? Oh. I think, um, but, but they sort of, time travelled so she's a lot younger than than she would be to be Daisy's mother I think right right uh, yeah but she's popped up in a whole bunch of different things okay okay she was in uh, Altered Carbon as well mm-hmm. um so this thing with Silas it doesn't mention here about this uh sticks whatever it is that they've got uh, I don't I didn't understand the mechanic of it did you um I I think the idea is that you can you you it, it's like a, a poke thing that sort of you know pokey stick that pokes the brain and then the idea is you can it's got a handle on the end so you can sort of twist it and that just destroys the head completely and bearing in mind that i think you know a lot of the zombies that they're dealing with here are, are fairly well rotted at this point as well so i i think because it had a sort of twisty thing on the end yeah so yeah. i think the idea is that you sort of it's a very kind of belt and braces sort of you know stab it through the head and then twist it to make sure that the head's completely destroyed that's so awkward <laughs> yeah but i think that's the idea did anyway. they also explain to silas how to use it because he goes up to that one walker and he like he doesn't look like he knows how to use it 
Yeah, no, the guy the guy did sort of say, well, it didn't explain it like properly. He basically just sort of said stab and twist, I think, was what he said. Right. Um, so he did say something about like how you were supposed to use it. But yes. Hmm. Yeah, but I like it. the I like the fact they're coming up with like different because you know we in the first season we had those flippy kind of stabby weapons that they all have. Yeah, um, you know, so I like the fact that they're coming up with kind of different weapons to like mutilate zombies with this quite kid. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it serves the purpose of what they're doing. I just think if you're coming yeah. up against like say a horde breaks in or something that that's just going to be kind of too slow. But then hopefully they'd use something else if that situation happened well yeah yeah i mean it's not designed necessarily for speed it's designed for for sort of to making sure the things are actually down you know and you've not accidentally missed or something you know i think that's probably the purpose of it they're designed specifically for this cleanup task Hmm. yeah but uh i i like as i said before i like seeing different characters use different things and this was a new different thing so it was uh it was interesting interesting to see at least i just don't think yeah. it, looked, it looked very good <laughs> to use uh, i think the uh spear knife thing that they had in the first season was uh was quite good so um but uh yeah interesting little mechanic but it's not something i would necessarily use not that i'd ever have to but anyway. <laughs> well hopefully not. hopefully not i mean i i know things are going a bit wrong at the moment but hopefully <laughs> the zombie apocalypse isn't round the corner Mm. Well, we're all fighting each other for fuel and toilet roll, so you, you, you never know. And there's now people protesting and lying in the streets and things. So, well, yes. yeah, with uh, it, it's uh, even though it's not quite The Walking Dead, it is quite a time to be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, um, we've got enough to deal with it with our own virus that we've got. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it was cool to see this place. Um, I interested in to see Dennis's uh, relationship with with Huck, whatever that's going to be. Yeah, bro- brother might be something a bit more accurate as opposed to dad. I suppose I was just yeah. I, I suppose I was just thinking about the fact that the show has shown us Elizabeth uh, Huck's uh, mum as Elizabeth, and that could tie into that. So that's what yeah. I was trying to. I sort mean, of, uh, could be it could be a boyfriend, of course, is the other possibility. Yeah, but, I mean, who could. knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, having being re having been reunited with her father, hopes uh, settling settling in at her new home. But of course, there are a few roadblocks. She's uncomfortable not only because everyone seems to know who she is and have heard of her before, but because she has to lie to her father about what happened with Iris, where she is now, and uh, how much she knows about it. Uh, some more bits afterwards with uh her dad and stuff uh yeah she's basically scouting this place isn't she you see at one point she walks through this building and she goes to sit down and write i think she writes like guards or or something like that uh yeah she's not really her goal isn't here to 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 be here for the cure thing it's to scout the like the area and see and see like what's uh what's going on which is quite smart of her because i think it's fair to say that none of us would trust elizabeth so I guess he's trying to potentially plan for the worst to maybe yeah. happen. Um, what do you think of her kind of settling in and stuff? Because everyone, yeah, everyone seems to know, like, oh, you're so and so's daughter. Yeah, I mean, it was it was more interesting just to see the sort of wider facility as she was kind of wandering yeah. around more than anything else. Um, uh, you know, she, it, I, I, I imagine it would be, it'd like, as I say, it's a small facility, so you know, when she's a new face. So a lot of people will be aware of the fact she's there. But yes. 
So, uh, she winds up getting a tour of the place from her girlfriend's dad, uh, Doctor Dad's girlfriend, not girlfriend's dad. Is that what that I said? Would be a different... oh, yes, from her Dad's girlfriend. Yeah, Dad's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, Doctor Lila Belshaw, uh, played by Natalie Gold. It says here, um, and Hope seems to be searching for weaknesses in the Shadowry organization. She takes notes on the security cameras and everything she knows about them. Dr. Belshaw does reveal one key aspect of what the CRM is doing. They're trying to find a cure, uh, but they're also um, trying to figure out what keeps dead animated. So there's like two kind of different angles to this in a way. Uh, as she says, we hope to one to one day turn off those triggers... Uh, and uh, eliminate the dead as a threat and eradicate them from the earth, she tells Hope. Uh, quite an ambitious idea, but um, yeah, we've I, again, we've never really heard about any of these sorts of conversations mm-hmm. in The Walking Dead before. As I said, if you go all the way back to season one, which is a long, long time ago for The Walking Dead, uh, what was it, in the season finale for the first season? Yeah. Uh, where the, the, the uh, scientist, I can't remember his name, it was so long ago, uh, when he's explaining to uh, our main Atlanta group about how the um, brain actually works in terms of, you know, when, when a zombie virus infects you. But that was just explaining the core idea of, hey, this is what happens to your brain when you get infected and it reaches your brain. Um, yeah, it's interesting that they're because they, they show a bit later with all these dishes of different things, whatever it was that they were trying to show. Um yeah, what keeps the dead animated is an interesting way to put that. And then we hope mm-hmm. to turn those triggers off. One question I've always had about any kind of zombie cure is... Okay, she's, so she's looking at like how to turn those triggers off and what keeps them animated. So, so how she's kind of looking at this is if somebody's already turned, how do we kind of turn them back? Um, that could really only work in certain situations because it would depend on how uh, damaged the person's body is. Well, if, if if it's something simple as like their arms being bitten and their their the rest of their body is intact, I guess you could switch that around. But if it's a case where like someone's neck has been not their throat necessarily, but their neck has yeah. been bitten into, and you've got like a really grievous injury. Uh, obviously, if you've got like five walkers on top of you and they're ripping you apart, then there's going to be nothing left of you anyway. Um, but that's always kind of been my question. When people have asked before about The Walking Dead as a show and said, like, how come The Walking Dead hasn't looked for a cure, that sort of thing, I've just never been sure of how that would work. Well, I, um, I think there's there's a couple of things. From that conversation, there was a few things that I think they were they were sort of saying they were looking at. One would be an out-and-out cure something that you know yeah if you if you're in some form of accident and you know your throat gets cut or you know yeah you have a fatal injury you have a fatal injury what they well they're trying to look at but i think is one would be to stop the body reanimating in the first place so yes i mean the person would be dead but they'd be dead anyway i mean you know what you're trying to do you're not trying to turn a zombie back into a human you're trying to stop it turning into a zombie in the first place but if the injury like you say is is something that would potentially be fatal anyway you're gonna die but you would have died pre pre like zombie pandemic from that so Uh you know you're just back to where where you started which is you know but without the 
you know a zombie appearing and trying to eat your brains the other the other thing i think they were sort of saying with that is what if you could turn off the thing that drives the zombie to actually go and try and eat people and what they're trying to look at is what is the purpose of the zombie actually trying to go and feed on human flesh why do they have that drive to do that because if you can turn off that instinct then yeah you would still have dead people wandering around and shuffling about but if they don't have the desire to go and attack people then Mm -hmm. they're less of an issue that way you know they're easier to maintain and control because they're not gonna you know you could just walk up to them stab them in the head and like you know bury them again so they're there are a few different things that I think they were, they're looking at, you know, not only an out and out cure, but is there something that could either slow the transformation, stop the transformation entirely or remove the desire from, from the zombie to actually go and attack somebody because it, you know, and there, there, if you could remove the desire for blood, um, or for braids or whatever it is that they drives them to attack somebody yeah, yeah. else, then they are less of a threat, you know. Mm-hmm. Because as you said before, zombies one zombie on its own isn't particularly dangerous. They're quite dangerous in hordes because of the fact that they attack people, you know, and they will come together and gang up on them. Now, if they're basically just a big zombie horde, yes, that's a problem. But if you could just essentially walk through them and just stab each of them without them trying to stop you, which they wouldn't do because they're zombies and they've got no desire to try and eat you, then that's a lot easier to manage because you could just send people out with knives and just kind of slaughter them all. So, you know, there there, there are various levels to what they could maybe do and you know anything it's it's the sort of physiology of and and the of the zombies and how they actually work anything that they can get from that could be quite useful so i kind of get what they're trying to do with that hmm yeah, I suppose the other option you could do is like let's say before somebody's had any kind of injury give them some sort of vaccine and if they're bitten on, let's say, the arm and they can, like, you know, patch up the the uh, the wound, then you don't turn from that. Um, obviously, again, obviously, if you've had, like, your neck bitten out and you're bleeding to death, yeah. then you might just bleed to death anyway. So that's the other option. But that's, like, pre-injury. Uh, the, the, the question part that I had was once you've actually turned and if you want to turn that person back human... Uh, how would that necessarily work? But the idea that you've just said about essentially switching off their uh, the dangerous part of them and just have them walking around, then that would be fine. So maybe yeah. that's what they might be looking at. So yeah, I mean, I I think both of those things are probably true in terms of what the sort of things that they would be looking at. You know, one would be how can we cure somebody, but the other thing is how can we make them less of a threat as well. Yeah. Um, so so. Ultimately, yeah, you want to be at a point where if somebody happens to get bitten, then, you know, can you turn them back? But that's a lot more complex than potentially, you know, can we find something which blocks what triggers that what drives them to actually attack in the first place? That's potentially an easier thing to actually do. Mm -hmm. So they're less of a threat. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the characters can start walking around with syringes instead of knives and they can just uh, go around. (laughs) 
<laughs> giving loads of zombies uh, cures instead of stabbing them in the head. Uh, yes, possibly. That might, that might be interesting. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, like, this is kind of groundbreaking stuff for The Walking Dead. It, it really kind of is, because all the different seasons we've had, we've had, what, 11 seasons-ish of The Walking Dead. We've had mm. six going on seven seasons of Fear, so that's like 16 seasons. And then one of, well, two of these... Uh, so like going on near near to like 20 seasons in total uh, and now we've just started to talk about like a cure um, that's yeah this just there's never happened before so yeah um, I mean yeah like I say whether it I mean they're talking about yes potentially a cure but equally could be just something that it, it it's something that we've just not seen in The Walking Dead with them actually looking at the scientific side of the zombies and how they work and if there is a way to you know deal and manage that mm. yeah so we'll see how that goes uh at one point hope sneaks off uh towards a room uh that's for authorized military military sorry personnel only there she meets mason will uh mayors who seems like he'll end up being her love interest Potentially, and uh, opens the door for her because uh, she blatantly lies about. Oh, I was looking for the bathroom, and it's clearly not <laughs> the bathroom. So. Yeah, uh, which it's fu- kind of fun that he points that out. Of like, hey, I know that you're lying, and it's it's okay, sort of thing. Um, he opens the door for her, showing her that uh, inside it's basically a, a Genesis supplies. There's actually a mop and that sort of stuff, and they make a bit of a joke about that. <laughs> Um, they part ways with a little bit of uh, flirting as well, and then she watches a training video that explains what the CRM. Did I really? Did I read this out already? Uh, no. No, no, because they. Oh no! I spoke about the animated about, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, explains what they're really doing. They're trying to figure out um how the dead's um brains work and what triggers them, um how weather affects them as well. So lots of different sort of elements. Um, yeah. etc. His uh, work revolves around infecting the dead with fungi uh, in hopes of creating a disease that would uh, infect and destroy them. So again, a kind of different um, angle yeah. to it. Um, I'd love to see what Yuji makes of all this as well. This would be a yeah, great time I mean, to uh, Yeah, Yuji would be I think would love this stuff. That would be a really interesting character to kind of move a you know, if they keep the C- if they do keep the CRM around, or at least the scientific research stuff around it, will be very interesting to see him go into, you know, and across to sort of that. Mm. Which I mean, this comes back to a certain thing that we were talking about on the main show with the uh, the uh, Amico Amico's brother, uh, not Amico, who's is it Amico? I can't remember. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the so. brother. Yeah, the the brother character that. Um, you know, refuses to say that, um, you know, doesn't want it known that he's a doctor. And I do wonder if there's maybe some sort of connection with some sort of scientific research like this and somebody like that where, you know, if he reveals he's a doctor, he'll get shipped off to something like the CRM because he's a scientist. You know, he's a doctor, he's a scientist, and they're doing this sort of research. And, you know, I, I do wonder whether there may be some sort of connection there too. Um, mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the idea of using things like fungus and stuff on it, I thought was kind of interesting. And you know, I, I, I think that's one of the most interesting things about this, which sort of makes me hope that they don't end up completely destroying, like 
get rid of you know and reorganize maybe the crm in some way but no end up completely destroying it by the end because i think this could be quite an interesting area to investigate the sort of scientific side of of the um zombie apocalypse i think could be quite an interesting thing mm, yeah i was trying to think of if there's any fear the walking dead characters that are sciency but i can't think of any of them uh i mean the show is mainly about morgan now so um yeah no i can't think of i can't think of any that are sort of sciency in in this in like the eugene type of character yeah uh, i mean this would be an interesting one to show um what's his name the one that who's not in the season yet Elton. El- Elton, yeah, yeah Elton, one, one, one to maybe show him as well, uh, and that kind of thing. So, but that that's obviously that's more likely to happen than Eugene uh, coming over because he's uh, busy doing other things. Yes. Um, any thoughts on Mason and uh, everything there? No, I mean, seems like a love interest. Uh, uh, who knows what that, where that'll lead? Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. no idea. Yeah, but, that's very that's very much the more uh, YA part of the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, there, I, what I did wonder actually is whether he'd been thrown in her way by Elizabeth, hmm. because you know we know the girlfriend was attached to the dad as a as a sort of way of keeping him distracted, him. Yeah. yeah, monitoring him and and sort of keep being with him and keeping him grounded and there and you know. That sort of stuff. So I do wonder whether she's gone down the same route and with the kid, and and whether she's sort of you know he's been put there to by Elizabeth as a way of you know it's like if it worked with the dad maybe it'll work with her as well that sort of idea. But yeah, I do think Elizabeth has probably something like else planned up her sleeve that we don't know about at all yet. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know. She's a very particular character in the in this show and i with what you just suggested i wouldn't put it past her to be doing something like that again because she kind of looked at hope as you know this somewhat unreliable but smart teenager so she, yeah. she could be doing so it, it that. would make it would make sense to have somebody her own age that you know would flirt with her a bit and and would keep tabs on her yeah so um but no the uh uh disease thing here is uh really interesting the video was quite good there's uh, two times recently that we've seen kind of videos sort of similar to that because we had the Commonwealth one as well mm-hmm. uh, yes. recently. So uh, her dad, so um, Hope's dad, uh, is starting to challenge the CRM to uh, telling Elizabeth that he wants to go on the mission to bring back Iris and Felix. It's clear he's suspicious when Elizabeth says that bringing them back is her top priority, although it doesn't seem like it actually is. Mm-hmm. But for his safety, he uh, should probably stop asking questions and threatening to stop working for them. Um, I mean, I wouldn't really... I, I, I don't think... When it comes to Elizabeth, I don't think anybody is really safe at all even because like i said last week even with um huck her own daughter i think if it meant that elizabeth could like get away with something or do something sleazy uh i I think she'd kill pretty much anybody so i i do Mm -hmm. think um is dr dr bennett isn't it um yeah needs to kind of be uh be careful and stuff but just the it was very kind of um 
politician-like, the, the way she was sort of speaking, with her uh, kind of standing around a little bit, and I was like, oh yeah, they're our top priorities, like when you sort of see politicians on TV, yeah, yeah. and they're like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, and then it's like, okay, well, instead of telling us about it, go and do it, <laughs> yes. you know? So it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like when you see Boris on TV, and he says like, oh yeah, we're trying to do these these sorts of things. Uh, did you get any of that from from her, that kind of almost lazy politician sort of thing yeah i could sort of see what you're saying with that definitely <laughs> um yeah no she's she's quite a nasty piece of work i wouldn't trust her as far as i could throw her to be honest mm, yeah uh any thoughts on uh the uh, the dad's involvement here do you think he needs to be careful with elizabeth yeah because i think she's incredibly dangerous uh to to well everybody i right i think you know if she'd end up killing her own daughter if it if she thought it would advance it somewhere you know i'm yeah i i I wouldn't trust her at all yeah definitely so uh, everybody watch out um iris spends much of the episode dealing with the fallout of her actions in the final minutes of the last one uh she felix and will i remember will he's he's quite a cool character as well um Mm -hmm. he's been quite we've only seen him for like two and a bit episodes he's already kind of interesting to me so yeah um that's cool uh hide the sorry she felix and will hide the crm soldier that uh she killed as and they dress up um walkers to look like them because there's uh felix does that at one point he's put he puts like a jacket on yeah. one of them that makes it look like it's him or something so the crm won't keep coming after them but they end up in hot water with their new community the the uh perimeter perimeter whose uh, council is none too pleased um they killed a soldier and lied about how much they knew about the crm um there is let's move on to this next bit ties into this anyway so i'll I'll just keep going uh the conversation about whether they'll be allowed to stay is interrupted by a group of soldiers elizabeth walks into the room and chats with perimeter leader in indira 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 i think that is yeah uh who says she's looking into something oh god who says she's looking into something. Meanwhile, uh, that she's looking for Will, she quite nearly finds Iris, Felix and Will, <laughs> who are hiding behind a uh, curtain, or sort of like a yeah, make- well, makeshift, it's a cur- ma- makeshift yeah. kind of curtain. Yeah. Thankfully, she doesn't discover them, and she and her soldiers leave. She's kind of interrupted in classic television style uh they find the walkers um the group came across earlier in the episode so they might think the trio is dead but elizabeth doesn't seem to be so convinced i think that is all very correct um this i I mean elizabeth to me is becoming one of those villains that i like to see how she goes about doing things like the phrases that she uses and her very slyly sort of being like, oh, I'm looking into something when it's quite clear that she's there for something worse than like she's yeah. there for something pretty bad. But her just it's like the phrases she uses, the way she speaks about certain things, uh, her manner, her sort of attitude that, that I, I really find it quite interesting because she's one of them villains you'd look at and think, 
okay, she probably isn't going to do the dirty work. She's probably going to get her... Se- like, if she wants to shoot a group of people, like a whole campus, campus colony, uh, which we learned in this episode was 100,000 people. I noticed something that, like so, that so, yeah. one of the characters mentioned that. Yeah, if she wants to do something like that, she isn't really going to be the one to shoot somebody. She'll get somebody else to do it. Um, almost a little bit kind of... Gus Fring-esque in, in, in a way of mm-hmm. she'll be the one that walks around and kind of intimidates you and say certain things and the way that she goes about doing things but if she wants somebody dead she's probably going to get her men to, to do it um, but um, yeah she's interrupted kind of classic TV style by this uh, the, the radio that she's got telling her about the, the walker bodies uh, what do you think of uh, Elizabeth and the characters trying to hide um, yeah I mean I Elizabeth is is bordering on being slightly overly cartoonish in terms of villainy at this point. Um, You know, she's... I don't know whether it's the way it's played or the the character, and they have only got so long to kind of, you know, get into that character, but she is almost cartoonishly evil at times. And, um, I mean, that's fine. I, I... I don't mind that necessarily, but uh, yeah, I did you say when they they kind of mock up these bodies and like throw them over the the edge, and the idea being that you know they're thrown off an edge of a cliff and they should be washed away by the sea before they can actually actually check them. So you know they only really need to work from a distance. That's sort of the idea. But um, she doesn't seem that convinced. But she does also say don't tell the dad yet because he's got enough other things to worry about so clearly she seems to even if she doesn't completely think it's true she's convinced enough that she would go and say go and say oh yeah we looked and they're dead you know to him so um i mean yeah the group didn't necessarily think that through because you know now of course the news will get back that they're actually that they're dead when they're not, which you know is kind of going to cause extra stress on the people that right, yeah, that on the dad and the sister, and, but and hope, yeah, and hope, but um, yeah, I mean, she's a she's a fairly sinister character, you're not really supposed to trust her at all, and I think she does that role very well, mm, yeah. I mean, I don't think she's anywhere near as good as Gus Fring, she just has certain similarities to uh to that character i mean john carlo said john carlo esposito's performance as gus is like one of the best on television um but yeah it's going to be interesting to see now that we've well we've only got eight episodes left and you're starting to sort of flex the muscles of certain characters with what you can do with them um again like like we kind of it's it's funny because like we kind of talked about earlier with the main walking dead show and we were trying to figure out what they would do with the characters that were left and that sort of thing we got the same situation with this one. I mean, what is going to happen to Hope and Iris and Felix and everybody else? Um, I mean, we could have the suspicion that like Elizabeth might die, and then the 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 uh, uh, the, the CRM group and what they're working on will be okay, I suppose. But we we don't know what will happen to like maybe the rest of them. Um, so uh, yeah, we kind of got like two of those situations going on. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. But, um, yeah, I thought the, the hiding behind the curtain and everything was fine. One thing that made me laugh a little bit 
is uh, Iris has got these uh, like CRM books that have got notes and stuff because I think Will mentioned was it Will or was it I think it was Felix one of the two mentioned that like hey we've been taking notes and doing scouting and the uh, Indira and her uh, partner that was there they're both kind of like freaked out a bit by it and then Iris uh, that somebody puts those books down on the table they realize somebody's coming because the bottle things go off which is quite a good uh, tactic. And then this guy puts like a piece of paper over the uh, over the books, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a great way to hide them." And then there's a, a about a minute or two later, um, something blows the pieces of paper off the book, <laughs> mm. and it's like, "Yeah, that's this." I mean, in, I mean, it's a quick like he had to think on his feet, but that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, how he's just he's trying to cover these books with a piece of paper, uh, but that was what he had to hand. I suppose because there is a little bit of tension put in there. Like she starts walking over near the books, and you think, "Oh, is she going to find them?" But it was a, uh, it was okay. Did Did you yeah. have any thoughts on the the books and whether she'd find them and stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, it adds tension to the scene, doesn't it? Yeah, you know yeah. that that maybe. I mean, as you say, it was a fairly sort of classic TV sort of drama thing of you know she nearly finds them but then doesn't and get called away, and you know they have to kind of hide the book. I mean, it, it was. Not exactly the most inventive writing in the world, but you know it worked yeah, yeah. so fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is one little point as well when uh, Elizabeth goes to look behind the curtain. Iris is like ready to get her knife out, um, and uh, I thought that. I mean, I didn't think she'd yeah, actually. Yeah. Ju- I didn't think she'd actually jump out and stab Elizabeth, but uh, hey, at least at least they were kind of ready. So yeah, that's that's good. Uh, as the episode ends, Elizabeth has an interesting conversation with Belshaw. Uh, Belshaw admits that Leo's enthusiasm... So yeah, it's Leo Bennett. Uh, that's the, the dad, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That Leo's enthusiasm for the project has faded since he learned that the CRM was manipulating him. Elizabeth counters by saying she and uh, his girlfriend uh, need to keep motivated for his sake and for hers. And they have an ominous, uh, ominous, sorry, exchange about Belshaw needing another test subject, and uh, Elizabeth thinks she'll have what she needs in time. And then the episode ends at that point. Um, yeah, because they kind of looked at the, I can't remember like the name of the test subject, but it's the same uh, white. I think it's like a white guy with blonde hair that's uh, yeah. struggling in this chair yeah, thing. Who, wasn't he? Uh, he previously like a. Uh, a scientist or something that upset them i seem to I remember from so. the first season yeah uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah and she's saying she needs it uh, the, the 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 thing about she'll have what she needs in time whether that means you know in time as in in future or she'll have what she needs in time as in there is a time limit on something um Hmm. You know, because the conversations that uh, Belshaw has with Hope earlier is like, oh, this thing could go on for generations. But it seems like they possibly are are prepping for something specific. So hmm. I don't know. I, and we don't know exactly what they're testing, You know, what she's testing specifically either. So, yeah, yeah, get... that's sort of interesting. That I think will probably be more, more or less... I think around that is where the show will end up ending. I think mm. it's something yeah. to do again. I think something to do with this, or just like something else. It just feels like Elizabeth's got something cooking, so to speak. Yes, and we yeah. we have little hints as to what it could be, but 
I think we're gonna get like a a reveal about her in in like a couple of episodes. I I think more towards like the second half of the season maybe. Um, but I just think something else is kind of. I just get a feeling from Elizabeth that she's just planning something else that she hasn't spoken on screen about yet. And it could be to do with this. It could be to do with something beyond this. Uh, but I I definitely think that she is. Um, do you agree? Do you think she's like doing something off screen that we're not? Like something bigger. Yeah, there is there is something obviously. I think from that exchange, it it certainly seems to yeah. point to the fact that there is there is some bigger project brewing imminently in the background, um, but we don't know what that is yet. So mm. yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I think that is probably the thing that they're going to end up having to try and stop, and that's going to be the end of the the conclusion of this bit of the series. But mm-hmm. we'll see. And before anybody writes in and asks us again, no, it's not Rick that's been tied up because I've seen no. those, even even from season one when we when we saw him and we're returning to season two, people are still asking, "Is that Rick?" No, it's not. That's not Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> no, no, no. So um, I get it. People, you know, it's good that people are excited. They want to see Rick come back. We haven't seen him for like for two years, two and a bit years. Um, and I mean, I, I, I want to see him come back. I, I do miss him as a character. And it's just the idea that we don't have any idea where he's gone. Uh, and we want to know that that's good that we want to know, but, uh, let's, let's try and look in the correct places for, uh, yes. for those answers. Well, one Not of the, yet. one of those places is the Rick film, which we don't even have a trailer for yet. So yes. <laughs> or, or, or even whether it's been shot or yeah, don't, anything, so. any plot details or anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get everybody's frustration, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, that's the end of the episode. We do have, um, uh, some feedback to get into if you want to write in and let us know what you think uh, again please don't tell us that's rick in the chair um <laughs> write in and let us know what you thought of the episode where do you think the show's going what do you think elizabeth is cooking up in the background and everything else about the show uh, matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalkuk there's a contact page and information in your show notes also if you want a simpler way to write in you can uh, there's actually an email box on the uh, posts for these episodes you can just put your name and email and stuff in and obviously a message or you can just click on the email name and you can write in that way as well it's just a bit of a simpler way to do it so hannah says uh so what do we think of the pole thing that silas has got uh we kind of already talked about this a little yeah, bit we talked uh, a lot, quite a lot about that, yeah, yeah yeah it's i mean for the specific purpose it's for which is getting rid of those particular zombies i guess it does that particular job but you wouldn't want to have that in like when you're actively fighting a horde or or something uh i suppose it would be interesting to see from those scenes because you know they they had what like a few zombies to deal with is there a possibility that could get like slightly overrun and they maybe have a problem potentially Mm, Um, maybe but i mean because they they do say they did say the entire you know how they work that system is they basically set off you know loud noises and music and stuff to draw them all in uh blow them up as they come in and then kind of go through and and mop up Mm. um i mean you know so I, I would think it's, I mean, unless something went wrong with the system and it drew them in that's for, thinking, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's possibly, you know, maybe Silas sees something he doesn't like and they end up using, he ends up setting the system off before they're ready, possibly something like that, but who knows? Yeah, could be something where, you know, something falls through the cracks or slips through the cracks and they're in a bit of trouble, so mm-hmm. we shall see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one of the few ways to 
build that classic TV tension there because uh, otherwise yes. it's just them kind of cleaning up so we shall see yeah uh abed says uh, i think elizabeth is willing to do anything and kill anyone uh, we are in the end game for the show and i'm excited to see more of her character uh well we might only get eight more episodes of her character or maybe less than that if she dies earlier um but that just leans back into the question of what happens to these characters after the show um but then that mm-hmm. also leans into the bigger que- bigger picture question of Something feels like it's brewing between these three shows and the CRM group and the Rick thing. And where will all of that go? Um, when it's... Because, like, Fear the Walking Dead's going to end eventually, I suppose. Uh, we've got the two shows ending. So that ha- kind of feels like it has to add up to something. And... Yeah. Um, we just... we just I think it's just a bit too early to tell what that even is. And even as somebody who reads the comics, which has nothing to do with World Beyond and Fear, um, I couldn't tell you what uh what yeah. potentially would happen i mean there. so um matthew matthew negret who runs um uh, uh fear uh, he runs is it's this show he runs yeah, yeah so yeah Ma- matthew negret has said there is a little bit of a nod to fear towards the end of this season so whether mm. that's uh, you know and i think you know we have we have seen this group in the main show with jadis we uh, you know because we saw the helicopter take rick off we have seen this group appear in fear as well so um that there is likely to be some he says it's not huge but there is some connection between those shows so there is a a fairly good possibility that we may see some crossover whether it's that there's the crm soldier that showed up in fear uh isabel i think her name was and you know so whether she maybe crosses over or something i don't know you know Uh uh-huh yeah. But we may see we we we're going to get something from that, and it's establishing this group as a thing. So, what then that morphs into after that, whether the, some of these characters end up then popping up in Fear or the main show or the Rick film or whatever else it is, um, or maybe the Carol and Daryl thing later on. Who knows? Well, <laughs> you know, it's very difficult to tell at this point. But I mean then. Mm. I I would be surprised if we don't see these characters at all somewhere else. You know, it would make sense if we see some of these characters pop up somewhere else at some point. Hmm. The one point to add to that is because I I don't know what the situation is right now, but I'm pretty sure because all three of these shows film in America, don't they? I think isn't Andrew Lincoln living in the UK? So would that mean that like? Uh, well, I, 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 I don't know mechanically how that would work. Well, or if yeah, he'd... I mean, at, at the moment, at the moment he is, but he, I mean, I think the agreement is that he will go back out and do, you know, he will get because it's a film. He'll go back out for like two or three months and do the film and then come yeah. back again. Yeah, instead of like ten months or yeah, whatever rather than, rather than <laughs> basically having to live in Atlanta, which is is what you would have had to have, you know, what he was doing while he was doing the show. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing as well is because uh, this show is going to end and the main show is going to end. By the time the main show ends, Fear will be on what season eight, assuming it keeps getting renewed, which it probably will. So that's going to probably outlast the, uh, the this show and the main one. So like, what does that mean for Fear? Um, again, it's too early to tell for all these things, but uh, it's interesting to think about. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we got for you for this episode of uh, The Walking Dead World Beyond. We'll be back next week for episode three. And we've only got... Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. We've only got eight episodes left. It feels like we kind of just started with uh, 
with this show. <laughs> but that's what happens when you've only got two seasons, I suppose. Uh, almost like a, like a double limited series sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, we'll find out how all this kind of, well, at least this portion of it kind of finishes by the end of the, the year-ish, which is uh, fun to think about. Uh, in the meantime, you can find out other th- or find the other podcasts that we do. They are all on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find Entertainment Talk if you look for us on your favourite podcast platform of choice. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Uh, so you can find those. We've got TV, video games, films, and returning on Saturday, Manchester United podcast. Football is back. Proper football. None of this international thing of uh, England playing. Although, funnily enough, um, did you know that I'm half Hungarian? No. That's where the that's where the name Nemeth comes from. Oh well, yes, that makes yeah, sense. And yeah, and Eng- England played Hungary yesterday, and it was one-one. So I guess I won uh-huh. because <laughs> nobody nobody won or lost. <laughs> so I, I I guess I won that game. But uh, yeah, if that's you all good. Uh, yeah yeah good stuff. Apart from the uh, racism from the Hungarian fans, but uh, that's that's not well, my fault. That's yeah. that's not my fault. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to find all of our podcasts, TV, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts as well, uh, so look out for that. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk, you can either just listen to more episodes. There's quite a few of them, uh, so just take your pick of those and have a listen to what you want. You can also tell other people that you know about uh, what we do and where they can find it, so tell them about the content that we have and where they can go and find it. Uh, either just word of mouth, just telling people, or social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you like to use these days. Uh, let people know about the content. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast, review options, take a look at that as well if you would like to. Speaking of all these Walking Dead shows and other TV and film news, David has got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, if you want to read about the new Walking Dead spin-off, uh, you can go and do that on Geektown as well. Uh, so check that out, that's geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio episodes are on Tuesdays, so there's a new episode from yesterday to be listened to, so go and check that one out as well. Bex is very busy over on Twitch, uh, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, you can go and follow her different streams over there. You can also find me uh, now and again on Twitch, that's UK on Twitch for me, you can follow both me and Bex over on Twitch on there. And if you miss any of my streams, you can find the archive later on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and we'll see what Elizabeth cooks up next week. Thanks, and goodbye. Bye.